0: Hey there, I'm Lauren and you're listening to the Podcast Manager Show, a podcast for podcast managers. Each week we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Podcast Manager Show. I am your host, Lauren. And today, we are talking about how to maximize your business when you're working limited hours. Now, a lot of us around here want to work part-time hours, but not everybody. So if you are someone who is totally perfectly fine working full-time hours, then that is great. And I think you could still get a lot out of this episode on just how you can be more efficient. But I'm going to be talking specifically about how you can run your podcast management business on 20 hours a week. Either way, I think we all want to be able to sit down, get our work done, and then go do all the other things that we want to do with our lives. So let's kick off this episode with number one, the first thing that I would recommend that you do on a daily or weekly basis to maximize your business is to spend time scheduling your days. Now, all of this becomes much easier if you choose to block schedule your days. Block scheduling is so easy when it comes to podcast management because you have specific clients. You know, let's say you have three clients. You can say, okay, Mondays, I work on client A. Wednesdays, I work on client B. And Fridays, I work on client C. And just the ease of that is beautiful. You know when you need client A's materials because you do their podcast episode every Monday, right? You know, on Monday morning, if you wake up and you just don't really feel like being that productive or or whatever, you know, okay, nope, today's Monday. I've got to get client A done. So block scheduling works really well when it comes to podcast management. But even if you don't choose to do block scheduling, scheduling in general, so thinking about your day before you jump into it, saves you So much time. One of the keys to really being efficient in your work is knowing exactly when you're going to work and exactly what you're going to do before you sit down. So maybe you spend some time on Sundays or even Monday mornings or the first day that you work in the week, and you say, okay, these are the hours and the times that I'm working this week, and these are the tasks that I'm going to accomplish when I sit down and work on those days. And like I said, your week can be very routine as a podcast manager because you've got your clients, you know what's coming in, you know what you're going to do. And so you so block scheduling is really easy to accomplish. If your hours each week change, then you'll have to spend a little bit more time scheduling this out. But Man, oh, man, you will be shocked at just spending a little time scheduling, prioritizing that each week or maybe even each month is going to save you so much time and honestly, so much angst. I know for myself, whenever I don't plan out my week and don't plan out my days, I am so annoyed with the amount of time that I spend. Like I sit down at my desk and I'm like, okay, I'm about to work. And I look at all the things I have to get done, and then I get distracted, and oh my gosh, that's just so annoying. <laughs> so the angst that you will save by scheduling will 100% be worth it. I remember in high school, I worked at a bagel shop, and because I couldn't work you know, your normal busy bagel shop hours because I was still in school, I would close the shop most days. And they would close around 4. So I would get off of school and go to work at around 3 and just work for an hour, close the shop down. But during that hour that I would work, we were not busy at all because it was a bagel shop and it was 3 (laughs) p.m. People didn't even think we were open. That bagel shop actually is no longer in that location (laughs) because of the low traffic. (laughs) But I would just stand there and, you know, I would clean. and I. But I had some downtime. And what I would do during that downtime is I would plan my workouts because what I would do at five o'clock or four o'clock whenever I would leave the bagel shop is I would go work out at the gym and then I'd go home, have dinner and study or whatever I did back then. (laughs) But I was very much into working out and I would write out my workouts while I was working at the bagel shop. And I think that is just like the perfect example of using some extra time you have outside of your work schedule to plan so that when you get to the gym, when you sit down at your desk, you know exactly what you're going to do and you're not going to waste any time once it's go time. So maybe you have a nine to five or you spend time with your kids or you're doing something else where you're like, yeah, I'm doing that, but I can multitask a little bit and I can plan what I'm going to get done in my next work session. Okay, the second thing that I would recommend is to sit down and start. I know from talking to many of you that sometimes it's not that you don't really know what to do. It's that you just have that procrastination or that beginning energy and you are just kind of like you float back and forth on like, okay, I need to go work and then you don't and okay, sit down and start. I've heard before that the best approach to procrastination is to do like the big hairy thing that you need to do to do that first. That's actually not the approach that I take. Instead, what I do is I sit down and I just start something, something that I can just hit really quickly, you know, like, okay, upload this video or, you know, open up my Trello account and see what's happening there, you know, notifications, that type of thing. But when I sit down and start, I get into the groove and I'm no longer debating what I should be doing. It's like, I'm I'm in work mode at that point. So if you struggle with this, and especially if you're working on limited hours, that's probably means, you know, you're working really early in the morning or you're working at the lunch hour, or, you know, maybe you're working that nap time hustle and your kids go down and you're like, man, it would be really nice just to sit on this couch and stare at my phone and not work. Okay, if this is something that you struggle with, I would recommend setting an alarm and when that alarm goes off, you know, okay, I need to go work. The decision's already made. So you're not making the decision. You're not asking yourself, am I going to go work? Should I go work? No. The alarm goes off. The decision is already made. You are working. Go grab your favorite drink. Even, you know, water in a cool cup is what I like to do. (laughs) And get to wherever it is that you work and sit down and start. And just that little bit will build the momentum and you'll get into it and be able to accomplish whatever it is that you planned to get done. Number three, this is a big one. When you are working on limited hours, you must evaluate if you have to do each task that you are doing. If you want to make $5,000 a month as a podcast manager working 20 hours a week, you cannot do everything you want to do. Full stop. You cannot waste time. (laughs) You can't. So you must evaluate if all the tasks that you're doing are necessary. Do you need to spend? time creating content for social media. Do you need to have your own podcast? Do you need to be in 15 accountability groups? Like you must decide for yourself and for your own business what is really moving the needle so you can erase everything that isn't moving the needle. And that's not to say you can't have fun. That's not to say, you know, you can't talk to people that you are working with and no, that that's totally fine, right? But you also have to stay focused on what you're trying to accomplish, which is likely making money. So evaluating what you need to do and what you don't need to do is really, really important. The other option here as well is to hire someone to help you. So you maybe you've landed a couple clients and you're thinking, man, I am just at my brink as far as my hours go. I can now hire an editor or hire a show notes writer or hire a VA to help me with some of these tasks so I can just take a little bit off of my plate. Now, you're then bringing in less money, but man, it can be so worth it to have someone on your team helping you with your workload. I hear from a lot of you that you think a lot about social media. And your social media presence and what you need to be doing there and i think that that takes up a lot of space in your brain so when you have limited hours that is one thing that you might not realize is taking up a lot of your energy a lot of your mental hours at least is thinking about if you should post on social media and what you should post about on social media and how you want to show up on social media My advice to you, if you are in that position, is to define for yourself what you're doing on social media. Just decide, right? Get that over with. Make it as easy as possible. Go back to our other episodes about whether or not you really need to create content on social media and automate that as much as possible. So maybe you decide, okay, fine, I'm going to post once a week. Okay, automate exactly when you're going to do it so that you don't have to think about it other than when you have to create that post. Other than that, spend your time networking and talking to people and not worrying about like how you look on social media. Number four is evaluate what you can do outside of your working hours to make your working hours more productive. So what is it that you can do that can help you feel more focused? What is it that helps you feel more energized before you sit down at your desk to work? Maybe that's working out. Maybe that is creating your schedule. Maybe it's getting ready for the day. For me nowadays, I see a really big difference in the way that I show up when I am, quote unquote, ready for the day. So I'm out of my pajamas. I've done my full skincare routine. Maybe I put on some makeup, but I feel good about what I'm wearing, and that's whenever I notice that I can bring a different level of energy. Maybe you don't care about getting ready. And hey, great, right? Doesn't matter to me. (laughs) But what is it for you? What are some things that you can do to show up ready to work? This could be self-care. This could be personal development. This could be just getting that drink ready, getting yourself into the mindset that, hey, I'm working in 30 minutes. Okay, I'm going to start kind of getting myself into that mindset. I'm going to start, you know, looking at my schedule if possible. I'm going to start, you know, kind of ramping myself up for when, that alarm, real or figurative, goes off and I'm ready to go. The last thing that I want to leave you with is that working limited hours, working 15 hours, 20 hours, that is so possible as a podcast manager. So if it feels like, man, I just need more time, I need more time, and you hear yourself saying that on repeat, get yourself around people that are doing it, that are accomplishing it. That was really powerful for me early on. I was in Michaela Quinn's program and I saw that, hey, she's able to do this. She's able to work limited hours and she's making the money that I want to make and she's having the impact that I want to make. I believe I can do this because I can see someone else doing it. I still have those thoughts in my head of, oh, I need to work more. I need to be able to focus on my work more. And I really challenge those thoughts and say, Maybe I don't need to work more. Maybe actually when I do have more hours and my kids are older, maybe I'll still work this amount of hours because these are the hours that I'm most productive in my work, right? So I encourage you to challenge any limiting thoughts you have around the number of hours that you have to work. Believe that you can do this because others are doing it as well. I hope you'll think about these tips, implement the ones that make sense for you and let me know how they go in your business. Head over to Instagram. I'd love to know how many hours are you working each week or how many hours do you want to work? What's that dream scenario? Let me know over on Instagram. Can't wait to talk to you there. Thank you so much for being here this week and I will talk to you very soon. I'm so glad that you joined me for this episode. Before you go, if you want to start making $5,000 a month without taking on a million clients, I have a special masterclass that is free just for you. Go get all the information. Grab your seat at laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass. And I'll see you there.